0: Hey, 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 lovers, haters, and spectators. Welcome back to another episode of the No Gag Order podcast. I am your host. I go by Coach J. And I decided to pop an introduction into this recording. Originally, there was no intro. You will hear that when we get to the recording. However, I did just want to drop in with a reminder that here, we do not yuck anyone else's yum. This is a judgment-free zone. We respect the choices that people make for their own lives. And we simply have discussions. It's not to criticize. It is not to ridicule. It is not to offend anyone else for the choices that they choose to make with their own lives. We also are not here to force our beliefs on anyone else or force our choices for our life, how we live it, in all aspects, on anyone else. Now, with that being said, I'll go ahead and get out of the way, and we'll get on our way with this episode with Monroe on authenticity in sexuality. Thanks for joining. Okay, so, um, I ain't even gonna do the normal introduction, first. After- Spectators, spectators, all of y'all, welcome on back because we rolling at this point. Me and Moreau is having a grand old time talking about the whole stuff. If y'all didn't listen to the first or the second episode that she was on, stop right now. Go back and go listen to those and then come back to this one because you're going to get a lot of backstory listening to the other episodes. Just go ahead and do it. Number one, you might as well go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss nothing because she's going to be on here all the time other friends coming through i'm gonna be here being me per usual um so friend in the first episode you mentioned it and you talked about you talked about uh boo thing in the last episode but you didn't talk about boo thing by name but you mentioned in the first episode about depression how you just started living in your truth as a teenager yeah at 14 and 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 discussing that and talking about that So we're going to roll over into the area of sexuality because you, my friend, are very interesting when it comes to certain things. And the fact that you start just living in your truth so young, as an adult, it was much easier for you to just live... In your truth and acknowledge certain things in your sexuality that a lot of people especially women struggle with and don't find until way later in life once they gain the confidence to know that things are okay to be interested in things to try things and all of these different things and to be comfortable in ways so i want to roll on into that topic ma'am
1: yeah as i said as a person a depression baddie sometimes the only thing that's worth living is the orgasm
0: amen, amen. <laughs> Because first of all, I'm still bad as hell, okay? Let's get that straight. Okay. Let's get that straight. Cause I mean, you know, you know, uh when I first found out, friend has been friend has been uh before <laughs> Before the famous app was all that it was, Fran had told me about it. And then that thing, I know it would have blown up and it had become a certain thing. Fran was getting paid (laughs) to be her. Okay. Yes. Yes. All the things and all the stuff, right? You talked about how, you know, the way that some of your family found out you got caught kissing your girlfriend because your friend was watching SpongeBob. Yes. Yes. She's still my bestie. I let it slide. I forgave her. I clearly forgave her because she's still my best you're afraid but, yeah. but that's how you know and you just kind of went with the things once you realized that you really were into women and that's really what you um, were attracted to and all of these things but mm-hmm. growing up after that point getting into adulthood and then being able to really have knowledge and understanding of all things sexuality let's talk about going down that road now, friend, you ain't got to go into super, super detail because this is a podcast. but I am, but I am,
1: <laughs> but I am.
0: This is why I love you, friend. I just wanted to put this somebody, I ain't pressuring my friend to get up here and tell y'all all her business, but she's just an open book like that. So, I am. Open. Oh, I'm about to go grab this deck too, this after dark edition, where I'm gonna be able to pull random questions and have you answer them, friend. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Fran will be absolutely just as, uh, just as open and and the reason that we have I'm laughing because we have this type of conversations and stuff like that because friend is open she's an open book I'm an open book I used to be a um, pure romance consultant like I love the topic I love to talk about it I love to hear people talk about where they're having issues and me help them that's that life coaching thing coming out of me where I help Yeah do stuff where there's couples that are married I'm like oh we've been together for this long this and this is this this is what my wife's saying i'll be translating stuff I'm like well have you asked this this way <laughs> those types of things so i love this type of stuff yes
1: but- and although she hasn't said it a lot i put
0: my poom poom on the internet so <laughs> uh. i mean you can go <laughs> about the website that, that you was on and how that all went and how that came about the friend, I found out about it. She was like, Yeah, I'm in my um, I'm in my closet. I'm redecorating my closet. I was like, You doing what? She's like, Oh, I got this thing that I be doing. And <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait. We literally are, we were at our other job, not doing that job and just sitting not there. doing it at all. And she's like, Yeah, I'm in my room, I'm painting. I'm like, what? And then I had to find out all the information. So go ahead and tell them about that website because this was before it blew up. The only reason I knew what it was when it blew up was because you had previously told me about it, so.
1: Yes, the fans only, only fans. Uh, <laughs> I really didn't do much on there. I was on multiple other sites. Uh, you know, the... I can't even remember the name of it. has been so long since I participated in my favorite activities. <laughs> uh, but it's a whole bunch of different sites that you can go on. I have been on plenty of sites. I was on the Porns of Hubs. For a second there, but I took my videos down because Pornhub <laughs> is bad. They're bad. They're bad for your health. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, um, I'm I can't remember all the sites, but plenty of sites. Um, my mama know already, so I ain't gotta say, mom, if you hear this, nah, mom already know. She <laughs> already know what the deal is. Um, but if if you a relative of mine and you hearing this for the first time, shut the fuck up. It ain't none of your business. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm on site, and I make a little cash on the site. I don't do it anymore as of right now. But it was definitely something that I was doing back right then, just, you know, putting your little shows up on the site. I was mostly on uh, Chatterbait. For those of you that are not familiar with Chatterbait, Google it. It'll <laughs> come up. Uh, but I was mostly on Chatterbait, and Chatterbait is live. So people are watching you do whatever you do live. Some people don't even do that. Um, don't do the X-rated stuff. Some people just do other things. Uh, but it is a site for X-rated people to go and do their thing and people get them coins and money. That's so I was making my money. I love sex work. Sex work loves me. Support sex workers.
0: <laughs> the thing is when I tell you I really wish this was video so I could like plug in those photos from that photo shoot you did
1: yeah
0: christian baddie she mean baddie okay (laughs) i know. i'm not saying it lightly (laughs) you mean baddie because when she showed me the picture i said friend uh, come through (laughs) and i'm always i'm the instigating friend oh i'm gonna gas you (laughs) i'm i'm going to encourage all of it every time every time every single time every single time so With all of that being said, as you see, I told y'all she an open book. (laughs) When she said that she was, she's authentically herself. She literally is authentically herself. She stands ten toes down about anything, no matter what it is, no matter who it is, no matter what's going on. which is polar opposite for someone that typically has a mental health condition and they like try to hide things. And like she said, they're compelled to lie about different things. So one of the reasons that we are good friends, like we are because honesty, transparency, authentically being herself, that's, that's, that's just it. Okay. Um, so that is part of the reason. Um, so with, that lifestyle with putting things on the internet with all of the different things of sex work and stuff like that that's on top of being queer being you know what I'm saying and not only just that when we met and before a certain someone came along my friend was into the poly lifestyle so that's something else that is a hot topic right now because all these people trying to be be on the bandwagon or condemn the bandwagon um, of a poly life. Oh gosh, that, that poly word, bro. Yes, yeah. Let's let's get into it, friend. Because you knew I was going. That poly word, bro. <laughs> it's like at some point you don't
1: want to associate anymore because uh-huh. it begins to get a bad rap. And it's the same thing with like the word lesbian. It the word lesbian leaves a bad taste in my mouth because. And and cancel me, if you will. I don't really give a shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck about being canceled. Um, But it's
0: it's
1: like, no labels. Labels are bad. We're humans. We shouldn't have labels. However, I like to know my salt from my sugar, from my arsenic, from my flour. Like, I like to know the difference. And so I feel like it is the same for a person. I need to know, not because I'm judging you, Right. But because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not slurping up a nigga come out of your vagina. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I, it's not me. It's it's not my. It's not my kink. Hey Amen? it's not my kink. <laughs> so I need to know if that's what you was doing an hour before you came running over to my house. You feel what I'm saying? I need to know. So I don't care for words because I feel like everybody just feel like they can use the label. It's like the black people. I mean, it's like the white people call themselves black now. What? What? Well, I'm sorry. So, I don't care for lesbian. I go with static now because I just feel like I can own that, own that without it being tarnished. And I feel the same thing with polyamory. It's like y'all out here bugging. It's like you until if, don't embark on your journey, but truly do the research before you just start jumping into these situations
0: Right. Okay. But and not knowing
1: what you're getting yourself into.
0: With living a poly lifestyle is the communication, the dialogue, the honesty. Facts.
1: Facts. Fact. A lot of people think it's just fucking. Oh, that means I get to have sex with multiple people. And for me, my kitty cat is very monogamous. One person only at a time. One person at a time. I don't like threesomes. I don't like to get tangled off. It's already four arms and four legs on the bed. Why we add more? Why why we add adding- <laughs> I mean if that's your kid, do your thing. But for me, I don't like multiple people in my, in, in, in my nether. Um, so I, my design is very monogamous. However, I feel like love should not be monogamous. And I don't, I don't, I don't mean that strictly romantically. I mean, on all levels, imagine if your mother had several kids, but she only loved one of them. Mm-hmm. You should be able to love as many people as you want to love and express that love. However, you two have agreed to express that love without other people telling you what you should and should not do. And I feel like that's what monogamy does. Imagine you've been friends or close, even if you had sex with that person two hours ago, that is a person that is your person, special to you, important to you. And then here comes some new nigga like, nah, I don't like him. He gotta go. What? I didn't know you like that. <laughs> where did you come from to think you could tell me what to do with the people that I love? And on top of that, if I love you and I see someone else loves you just as well, if not better than I love you, why would I take that away from you? Why would I want to take that away from you? So that's where my polyamory lies. It's not about sex at all for me, actually, because my vagina is extremely monogamous.
0: Well, I, for for me and... Uh, to me in my opinion when it comes to anything literally communication yeah everything because whether it is monogamy whether it is polyamory what Mm -hmm. is the communication is the key because there has to be communication with an understanding of expectations and an agreement that is made whatever the agreement is between however many people that is their agreement and that is between them and it can look different monogamy Mm -hmm. for one couple may look different than monogamy for another couple like some people's like oh my my significant other but not they may not even crack a smile at somebody else they can't flirt nothing and then somebody else may be like i like to go into a bar and i like the fact that other women are flirting because i know that that's mine versus and but they still are monogamous both couples are monogamous but it looks different because what you need and what your expectations are are going to be different based on the the mm-hmm. agreement. And I think that's yeah. and I think that this whole bandwagon thing that tends to happen with so many different things, again comes from you hear somebody use a term or you see somebody Mm -hmm. and you're looking from the outside and you're looking at the context that they gave you not really understanding what the actual basis and foundation of whatever this thing is or what the definition of that term is or you know whatever have you okay it's like it's i i watch the Ellis's and they're like we hate when people say we're a couple goals because you don't know what it took us to get to where we are now and what looks good for us it looks right. like because it's for us we've built it this way they talk right. it's as parents so like for our kids for us I talk about it when it comes to my kids I'm like look for my children and their personalities this is how I have to treat them all differently but still doing this because it's going to look different because they're individuals and I think people right. get that when it comes To romantic relationships sexual relationships or anything else you have individuals that are trying to come together and go the same direction but they are still individuals everything comes down to communication and agreement and everything else because just because you're in a poly lifestyle doesn't mean that oh You know some people it depending on who they are and what they need it may be one guy and he's like okay i want to be your only guy but i want to have multiple women some people agree to that you may have something where it's like no we all have separate completely separate relationships with different people some people agree to that you have some people that are like no this is six people and we're all in one big relationship it just Mm -hmm. On the individuals their agreement and what the, what what life looks like for them
1: yeah it's yeah. your dream house build it how you want to build it it's right. your dream
0: house right
1: yeah <clears throat> yeah and i feel like that's like you said it's a buzzword for people just like woke is a buzzword just like you know it, it's a word that everybody wants to use just like uh critical race theory it's all <laughs> buzzwords, <laughs> and if you don't actually do your research and you don't actually understand what the true definition for that terminology is, then you
0: just wilding out here, right? Basically, you just wilding, right? right and you giving it a tag and you giving it justification based on your understanding it, it, it means something completely different but then you have stuff where you have people like ti that be really talking about different things with a big vocabulary and people look at you and don't words. and ain't talking about shit
1: stop you not a big ass words. they mean nothing people they just mean nothing
0: because they don't understand they don't have they don't know what the definition is anyway like when you sit and then there's certain terms you have logical people like us mm-hmm. and i've just said the term a couple of times duality you have some people that will look at me weird like okay but what does that mean and you're like dual yeah. duality you don't under no everybody is at a different level you literally dumb it down do for everybody research, and you have to go and look up stuff for yourself unfortunately yeah. the way the human race is people always want a shortcut. The less work they got to do, the more they're going to take it. So they never want to go and do their own research. They never want to study for themselves. They never want to look into things to have an understanding. And... Yeah. mm. Yeah.
1: And then it's like, because it just reminds me, yesterday I was having a conversation with my godson, four years old, by the way. And so (laughs) trying to dumb things down, right? Like Because you were talking about TI using the big words. And it's like, it, it takes more intelligence to dumb things down. Yeah, then it actually does to use big words because. And what makes me think of that is because I have a I had a plunger in the sink, and he's like, "What that?" And I was like, "A plunger. What's a plunger?" Uh, right. <laughs> it's the thing that unclogs the drain. Unclothed? Uh Because <laughs> now you know right. these are too big. The, all of these words are too big for him. He's four. He don't know what these words mean. So I have to continuously go from it's a plunger that plunges. Which is a word that he doesn't understand to dumb it down, right, or to bring it down to a four-year-old's level where he can comprehend what this apparatus is, right, right. And for uh, those that don't know, apparatus is a thing. <laughs> you feel right. me? Like and that's what I mean. Right. Like using big words aren't helpful for nobody if you can't dumb it down
0: to a toddler's understanding. If you can't break it down to to a different understanding, and I think that. The thing, the buzzwords, like even it—it's so many different things. You're like, you know, being this and being queer. There's somebody that's like, yeah, I hear that word. It means whatever context they've seen somewhere else that they mm-hmm. and it's really not real. So when you say um, sex worker, when you say polyamory, when you say all these things, people have an ideal of what these mm-hmm. are, and nine times I ten, their ideal is incorrect and inaccurate unless they've gone and done their own research. And even when doing research, you have to be careful because anybody can put anything on the internet. Anything on the internet, right?
1: So you also have to use the thing that the government doesn't want you to use, which is your
0: critical
1: thinking, not race, thinking skills. Mm-hmm. Right, that that they don't want y'all to have no more. Because if you can critically think about something, then you can put two and two together, and it equals four every time. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not equaling these numbers that don't make sense, right? And so that's also the thing. I think another thing about polyamory is that most people don't realize that they are. Mm-hmm. Even if you are choosing to be in relation monogamously, you are still as a natural human being a polyamorous person because. What is the difference between... I have a best friend, love her to death. She sees me naked all the time. I see her naked all the time. I would literally pull a baby from her vagina if I needed to, okay? Mm-hmm. Like I've seen every orifice of her body. We will get in the bed and cuddle with each other when we don't feel good and watch TV and eat things. What is it? Because I am not... And we are even romantic with each other. I will take her on a nice day. She will take me on a nice day. So I can't have my best friend no more. Right. And that's strictly platonic. Right. But the, the polyamorous part of it is that she is a part of my community. She is a part of my dynamic. Even if I'm not having sex with her, my best friend is a part of my dynamic with my partner because she is important to me just like my partner is important. So I feel like more most people don't realize just how poly, because they think polyamory means sex. And to be absolutely honest, it's the first, it's not about multiple sexual partners. Right. It's that's not the basis of polyamory. It's not even the basis of polygamy. Polygamy what? just means you marrying more than one woman. Right? Oh. You're married to multiple women. Uh polyandry means you're married to multiple men. A woman is married to multiple men. It is it, it's, it's not but she don't have to be having sex with every last one of them. Right. So I just feel like it's just this it's it's, it's it's people tie it so exclusively to sex. When in all actuality, that's the furthest thing from people who are, are truly polyamory and living in their polyamory, it has nothing to do with sex because we're all polyamorous. At, at, at its core. What polyamory really means at its core, we are all that way because we are in relation with more than one person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: period. In general, we are in relation with more, we are in relation with more than one person at a time. And so I just feel like, at what point? Where's the line? Because I feel like people draw the line at sex, Mm -hmm. right? But what if sex means nothing to me? What if I'm actually asexual? Now, when am I cheating? Where does, where does the cheating begin? Where does it become a problem when you don't communicate? When you're not having open, honest communication about what you're doing with another person?
0: Something sneaky when there's dishonesty—that is it. I'm saying. And the crazy thing is. When I tell you, I had literally written out an episode talking about the fact that everyone lives a poly lifestyle because you have there's different types of love and you need all of them to be a whole person. You need all of them. Like that's like, oh, I gotta, I go out with the boys once a month for a reset. You, that's a friendship love and you need it because without it, you don't get poured into the way that you need to. But that's hey. pouring into you a different type of love because. Hey. I, Most people in a romantic relationship, they only view that romantic relationship a certain way and they find it hard to dip in and out of the different types of love. I need to love you like a friend right now. I need to love you like a brother right now. I need to love you in a certain way right now. And people can't jump in and out of that. That's something that I, that's one of the things that I have, when I would consciously try, I was able to do. Like even if my ex husband was here right now, he would tell you there would be times. Where certain stuff was happening between us. Like when I was pregnant with our oldest daughter. Before we was married. I was pregnant with my oldest daughter. And I looked at him. And I said, listen, I'm talking to you as your best friend right now. You need to do X, Y, Z. Leave that girl alone. She's going to be problems for you. Not even talking to you as your pregnant girlfriend of the last three and a half, four years. I'm talking to you from the place of your friend. Because this is what I'm seeing. And literally. Right would be those moments where I would do those types of things, jump in and out, and I've always been able to take myself out of a situation and literally view it from the outside, look at all the possibilities, and then move forward, make a decision, or then, you know, go about it a certain way. I've always been able to do that. So to me, that was normal. It wasn't until I realized that everybody can't do that. Not even that they don't. They can't do, do that. Good. I had literally written out an entire episode... An idea, cause my brain was just going, and <coughs> I'm not recording. I will literally type out what my brain is spewing and save it. Yeah. And I had written. I feel- Thing talking about the fact that. It literally is. Everyone is doing this. It's just the different labels that you put on it. You label things based on what you're comfortable with, and what you what your your belief system is. You give it labels to justify certain things or to make things not okay. You change yeah. even though it's all the same thing.
1: Yeah, like I feel like if we look through. The lens of polyamory, not as not to say that sex doesn't have a component in there because it does, of course, it does. We are human, sex is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look at it through, so everybody get your Googles ready. At the, if you look up <laughs> Greek words for love, right? If you are talking about Greek philosophy and the words for love, they have <clears throat> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight words for love each word means something different agape means brotherly love charity love a love for or of god a love for a person because they are a person mm-hmm. humanity type of love and then you have eros eros is mostly sexual passionate love mm-hmm. right and then you have uh, philia philia is for friendship between equals two people it's it's a friendship between co-workers friendship between your the people your book group those type of that type of love and then storge, which is affectionate love the love that a parent would have towards a child mm-hmm. right and then felacia i believe is self-love right you gotta have a little bit of self-love because if you ain't got no self-love how in the hell you gonna love somebody else ain't that rupaul say <laughs> uh so <laughs> So yeah, it's like all of these, and then there's a Xenia, which is the love of, like, out of sheer hospitality, right? Southern hospitality, that type of love. Um, And so I feel like if you address polyamory in that scope, then you'll understand that we're all polyamorous. Right. Right. We're all polyamorous. Because we all need to be poured into just like we pour out into other people. Um, And so it gets a bad rep because everybody's so hyper fixated on the arrow part of it, the sex part of it. Right. But for a lot of us, including me, my design is very monogamous. I only want one person digging all up in there. So therefore, the rest of the love that I share isn't even always romantic love. It's just uh, love in general, Mm -hmm. a love in general. And I feel like you should be able to love as many people. As far out as you possibly can, because I, I definitely feel like peace and love. I know it sounds very hippie-ish. I know it gives you very 60s, 70s vibes, <laughs> um, but you know I, I know it gives you very age of Aquarius vibes. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the end, come on, so. right? But it, it's 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 true, peace and love. If you can, if you are on the pursuit of peace. And pro- and giving out as much true genuine non-toxic love as you possibly can then the world will become a better place right truly it will I know people don't believe in that but that's a that's a true statement what makes us depression baddies not feel confident
0: in it is that it's a lot of shit bags in the world right and it seems like it's more of them <laughs> it's more of them it seems like there's more of them because they have more power than the people right 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 so go go down your
1: google like go down your google rabbit hole everybody that's listening and, and get some of that get some of that greek philosophy on love
0: be bugs and funny At like Elmer Fudd is coming after you go down the rabbit hole
1: go down the rabbit hole of the greek <laughs> philosophy of love okay because it's more than one type of love and you can separate those loves and give them to the people that you want to give them to. It's not all about fucking, right? No, it's not all about fucking. That's actually quite disgusting when you think about it,
0: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> I don't know. We that should That I mean, I know that's kind of what the topic we are on now. But I feel like, and that's a, a part of me wants to become a sex educator, mm-hmm. Uh and I want to. I, I I would love to start with the children because I feel like the adults they get set in their ways and, and refuse. to wake the fuck up. But children are open and you should always have sex-appropriate conversations with your children, starting with their anatomy, right? We're starting there. At a very young age, you should teach your children what their anatomy is, what their anatomy does, who may or may not have what anatomy, that anatomy is interchangeable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that just because someone looks like something on the outside does not mean that that's what they are or even present on the inside. So it's just like you you have those conversations with children and then that by the time they do hit puberty and they start to run into fucking a uh, big mouth type of <laughs> sexual energy area, then you'll be able to have those conversations with them about safe sex, about open sex, about honest sex. Yeah. Okay. Because it's too many women. Listen, I don't know how you straight girls do it. Please call in, let us know. Um leave, when I heard Leave it
0: in the reviews and the comments so we can call it. in. Call in let <laughs> us know. Okay? Because
1: when I hear the statistics mm-hmm. of we- of straight women that are not orgasming, bitch, why? Why? You better make that man sit there all night long until he figure it the fuck
0: out. Because ain't no way. And no, I don't we but don't have you know, that experience. I can tell you what a lot of it is. It's not necessarily it's not necessarily, oh, make him stay there until it happens. It it mm-hmm. typically comes from being comfortable, with the comfortability, and actually knowing what you like and what you don't like. And when you think about how conditioning works, if mm-hmm. it's not supposed to do until you're only with this person you have no experience you don't know what you like they don't know what you like either you also don't know what you are free to do and what you're free not to do so you don't try different things you don't it is it's a a combination of things and then of course there's the whole ego and not wanting to hurt somebody's feelings and I, yeah I do have to remember those niggas those shoot y'all that
1: niggas be- will shoot y'all I do have to remember that that niggas you will say Nah, your dick wasn't all that, and the nigga would just shoot you in the head. Like dudes, be like that. Right. So I forget that that's a fear for y'all.
0: It's, it's a it 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 usually is a whole thing. Like even in pure romance, I would get you know people who have been married for a certain amount of time, and it's like, but did you have a conversation? Did you talk to them? Well, how do I say that? I can't say that. I I I can't I can't say that I want this instead of that because then his feelings are going to be hurt. Okay, but what about? <laughs> Well, what
1: about your feelings? Literally about your orgasm,
0: communication thing. But in the education part of it, because too many people have again an ideal of what something is supposed to look like and how it's supposed to be instead of actually going out and finding out what's there and what's not and what you can and can't do and not knowing or not realizing that the world is as big as it is like the analogy you gave before where you're like you know you're in your bubble you're in your radius and then you get into the world and realize there's so much more outside of your radius so many people never get to the point of realizing how much stuff is outside of that bubble Woo preach. Pre- and it's so much
1: outside of, le- and I was telling my friend that the other day when I was at her house after work, I was like when I heard that statistic that women are having as many orgasms as because if I'm not and, and uh, again, call in, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, <laughs> the statistic is like I believe somewhere in the 90% for lesbian women in orgasms, 90 some odd percent mm-hmm Bro, I don't I don't leave a se- session without at least one nut, and we talking about multiples. We we truly talk about multiples. We talking about all night long, several hours, nut after nut after nut after nut With- o- over and- here in lesbian, Adi- in I'll-
0: lesbianville. On <laughs> TikTok, that I need to I don't I need to find out if you follow her, and I I can't do it because we're on the phone. That that account is on. You know, I have multiple <laughs> yeah and, and multiple accounts but there's a lady and i'm gonna i'm gonna write myself a note to to send you something from her profile especially if you are thinking about getting into education um and getting into that side of it because yes friend there's a lady that i think that you would like um (laughs) because she's anybody that's into the psychology side like we are they are into statistics and stuff like that and she is definitely one of those people um and that's the field that she's in so I think it would be it definitely would be a good a good thing for sure. The statistic is atrocious, bro. It's
1: it's when I when I think about it, it makes me weep. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm busting nuts left right. You can't you ain't getting this experience. <laughs> you don't know what this feels like. When I met people who said they've never orgasmed more than once in a session, I'm glad you're meeting me. Or let's it, figure this out together.
0: Or or at all.
1: Or at all why 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 it doesn't make sense because all the world is giving I can get an orgasm for free anytime you can never steal that away from me right like you cannot take away you cannot take away my freedom of orgasm it's never gonna happen um so it's like to think that there are people in the world that do not experience that right what?
0: <laughs> call in call in tell us
1: why that's the, let us
0: fix it that's the only thing <laughs> she said that's the only list that is great okay
1: that's the only thing that i got bro like when i think about (laughs) when i think about the whole depression baddie thing and the constantly not wanting to exist the one thing i got is orgasms. that's the one good thing you can tell me about life about existing (laughs) orgasms that's it the rest of it is zero out of ten would not recommend the rest of the human experience but orgasm
0: <laughs> zero out of ten okay <laughs> the rest of the human okay. experience on this floating rock
1: zero out of ten friend <laughs> the human experience is trash but orgasm <laughs> that's so y'all did something with that right there That's mm-hmm. that's something else and i feel like that's also a reason why there's power in that too Mm. There's a lot of power in not only having, giving yourself orgasms, but somebody else giving it to you? God damn. <laughs> <Molly>. <laughs> you feel his power in that. And I feel like because they don't teach you how to have that power, own that power, exist in that power, you, it becomes, sex becomes such a bad thing. It, be, it becomes right. such a porn hub thing.
0: And that's just terrible go right. listen to some Hozier and like it's taboo and it's all of these things depending on what your belief system is Yeah, not taught and yeah, like there's another podcast that I love to listen to lovers and friends by Shan Boodrum I love that podcast I listen to it weekly I also listen to the dead ass podcast weekly those are the two that I literally wait for the episodes to drop every Wednesday and I'm looking for <laughs> what are we talking about today um, I feel you. so you know and there there was um with lovers and friends literally she's a sex educator like that's what she has done for the last i don't know 15 years or whatever she's been on different tv shows on different panels and all this different stuff so yeah like that's definitely the thing um for sure and the education and knowing the info one of the recent episodes her sister and her mom was on and they were literally talking about you know what education they got or didn't get and different things like that and i always love to hear those conversations because everybody has a different experience when it comes to the education and finding out different things and the approach and and all of this different stuff and you see the results and what the results are and it'd it be wild i could yeah. all night but friend i got a i, I got a few cards for you yeah let's go for it shoot and this will be the end where we wrap up this episode too because we are on like episode mm-hmm. number three and then we both of us being night owls we probably could start a whole another three episodes and be, be just fine you know <laughs> I know like, oh my goodness and and I'll, I'll tell you about that offline after we <laughs> do this um, <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, on our Patreon it'll be on it <laughs> Honestly, Listen, not
1: Patreon right now. I've
0: been wanting to do a Patreon, but I'm like, I don't got nothing to put on the no- uh, Come get the spicy shit on fake Patreon. <laughs> I don't gotta pay for that. And so do nothing. with you know, and I. It's we <laughs> we drop names over there, right? We, <laughs> we, we drop names and and coordinates and all that. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> so the first card. Do you have or what is your bedroom name or alter ego? I feel like you have an alter ego since you were an online worker. I feel like you got an alter ego. What's her? Uh,
1: name? I don't actually. What? Uh, she is very much The I does not have an alter ego? No, I feel like number one because I am not a rich white girl who got a lot of money and I can make these big old productions. Um, but also because I am trying to destigmatize that sex has to be a character, right? I'm just I'm just a normal girl who enjoys sex, and I it, I am a voyeur and I am also an exhibitionist, so. I like to be watched. I like to watch other people. I I enjoy it all around. So, therefore, for me, it's just me being exactly who I am.
0: But Uh, I'm a fucking freak. I am so shocked that you don't have an alter ego or where you play these characters because you're so animated and you like Disney and you like all these things with characters. And I'm completely shocked that you don't have characters and, and, and like literally. But, I, like but you, said, you said you don't have a budget to put on whole productions. I bet mm-hmm. if you felt like you had more of a budget where you could just splurge on different things, you probably would be putting on entire productions and making movies.
1: Uh, yes, I will be putting on productions, but it would still, very much oddly, it would still be me. Like, I feel like it wouldn't be like a... You wouldn't do... It's hard to explain,
0: uh-huh. but... Huh? You wouldn't do dress ups and create different character names for different?
1: No, people. I'm not interested in that. Will I dress up? Yes, but is it me dressing up? It's me. I'm not stepping into a character. Absolutely not. I'm I'm not interested in stepping completely. into a character. Even if I'm being, even if I was being my like dominatrix self, it's still me. It's still exactly who I am. I'm not stepping into this character that has a different voice or is a generally different person i am me online and in my sex worker work i am me because i feel like i'm not creating
0: it's very hard to explain but i'm not creating like for you though that also plays into the fact that you subscribe to this poly lifestyle of this, you show up as yourself in all these different areas. But people that are not necessarily in that need to create different, um, oftentimes they need to create differences and new things and newness and all of that. To compartmentalize those things.
1: And for me, I'm not compartmentalizing
0: because just like I am,
1: just like I do have depression, just like I do have borderline personality disorder, I also am a sex worker, and I am also black, and I am also a woman, and I am also queer, yeah. and I am also fat. It's just another. It, I I live as authentically as myself. You every day, and I feel
0: very young, and that that goes across the board for you. So you don't have an store yeah. name. Got
1: it. Yeah, yeah, because it. I feel like I'm not trying to. You said I'm, I, having it's
0: an alternate name is you trying to not necessarily show up as you. You don't feel like that. Yeah. Next. I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I show up as me in every aspect of my life. Even at work, I show up as I show up as me. Even if I have to put on the cap, even if I have to like put on the upseek because you're <laughs> at work and you're at corporate. So you got to speak. Even in doing that, I'm still authentically me though. I'm still gonna crack the joke, I'm a crack. I'm still going to, you know, be authentically myself. And so I feel like that, I never, but I never actually thought about it. I never really, no one has ever asked me if I put on a character. And so I've never thought about that, but I don't. I literally show up as myself. Yeah. Which is, I guess, different in
0: sex work. No, not not even that. It has zero to do with that. I just find that knowing you and your personality and how you are and how much you love movies and stuff like that, I find that shocking. Because literally, if I if I had three movies that I needed to cast someone, I would. I feel like I can find a role for you in every one of them. Does that make sense? Like no matter what. No, I get it.
1: I am extremely animated. I am. That's why we severely a drama queen for sure. You know what I'm saying? Honest. Yeah, so I get what you're saying. But also I feel like maybe a part of me knows that that's probably would be exhausting. <laughs> and I'm not getting paid enough. <laughs> I'm not I'm not getting paid like like thousands and thousands of dollars. Okay, we talk about bill money here and I'm not exhausting myself for bill money. I'm not doing it. If it's not a trip to Dubai, I'm not exhausted <laughs> <laughs> for you. Like you gotta be big books if you wanna to so Dubai. If you want me to step into a character for you, I need to be paid substantially for that. Other other than that, you're gonna get me, who I am.
0: <laughs> I, I get that. I definitely get that. Okay, so friend, next question: Do you prefer to be the dominant one or submissive one?
1: I feel like that is I'm I'm a I'm duality at all times.
0: It, I knew that you were gonna say yeah, it depends on the dance. Dylan it's called it's called a switch and Mm -hmm. i
1: i don't care for i don't i
0: don't care but i'm aware i'm I'm familiar with the term
1: yeah yeah i don't really care for the terms um not that i don't care for terms because i respect the bdsm community
0: don't Mm -hmm. disrespect them at all um, but it's not for me. No, the reason I don't care for the term is absolutely from my childhood trauma because I used to get beat with switches. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Uh, gotcha. Uh, it's a trigger word and not necessarily what's behind it. Got it. Got it. Oh, uh, yeah, so I, it just, it, yeah, it, it depends on the moment, what's happening, what isn't happening, how my day was, because I feel like I am naturally right naturally out the womb a dominant person
0: mm. if i
1: wasn't then i wouldn't be able to have those conversations and make the
0: decisions that i made at young ages right um if i didn't have the dominance to do so a dominant personality but that i have that duality where there are times where i'm like i just want to exhaust in my genuine softness and want to be able to let my walls down to just be genuine and be soft exactly Yeah, and
1: so that's where the submissive part comes from is that naturally, naturally out the womb, I'm a dominant person. I walk into a room and I'm a dominant
0: in the room. But see, the (laughs) that shows up in the room is not me that shows up with my significant other in that space. I think because I'm dominant everywhere else, I would prefer not to have to be dominant there.
1: Yeah, it's a... The preference... Versus who I am, you know what I mean. It's like you can take, you can take the girl out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the girl. type of deal. <laughs> it's, it's like you can, you I can, no, I can actively participate in being submissive at any given time. However, my natural state of being, mm-hmm. the way I exist and show up as as an entity in the world, is dominant right it, it is naturally I walk into a room and if something ain't right I'm gonna move into the space that I need to move into to make whatever work work. right and I feel like that's a dominant personality it's not
0: a, but a, a submissive person but you do that in the bedroom is what you're saying
1: I don't perp- I'm not doing it in the bedroom right if it happens I know how to I, I, I get shit done but also mm-hmm. if it's it, it's hard to, there isn't, I'm not walking into the room and saying preference in
0: the bedroom.
1: Yeah, I'm not walking into the room and being like it's a submissive night and then we're doing all the things that make me feel submissive. I encourage everyone who is listening to the sound of my voice at this moment to just allow sex, have a conversation previously, but when you get into the room and emotions start happening, allow the motions to move in the way that they move. You and that person that you're doing it with are gonna know what feels good and what doesn't, and what doesn't immediately gets moved. And and, and again, I'm talking from a lesbian perspective. I don't know what you straight go through. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I heard it's rough out there, um, but I feel like it as a, as lesbians we are more open to. Whatever happens in there happens. Now, if I'm in the BDSM scene, that is when we talking about who's choosing to be dominant. Who? But if we just talk about everyday sex that I'm having with a partner, then I might be banging her. She might be banging me two seconds later. Like you don't know what's happening in here. Just enjoy listening on the other side of the goddamn door because <laughs> <laughs> it, it just ha- it unfolds. However, it unfolds. So
0: I don't have a I don't have a preference, honestly. Bottom, top, side. I can agree with you that oftentimes in oftentimes in relationships, in same sex relationships, there's usually a little bit more mm-hmm. openness with communication with that person because for whatever reason the, the same pressures do not apply. Whether it is two women yeah. or two. the same pressures that that are conditional do not apply so oftentimes the communication is better which ultimately leads to better experiences when it comes to all of the things you know what i'm saying
1: because if you're having sex appropriately there's not a performance
0: right it's not not
1: a performance
0: no pressure nothing
1: yeah it's about two people saying i want to come how do we make that happen
0: it's an experience it is, if it's being done correctly. You are having an experience, yes. and it's the yes. whole, whole thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I got you, friend. Well, this third episode—I don't know what I'm gonna call it yet—but we gonna see has been a great. Again, I appreciate you, friend, for coming on the pod. You are only the second person that has said you want to be on a pod and actually done that. So I greatly, greatly appreciate you. Um, because, you know, you wanna you one of my aces. You're one of my A1s. Yes. So, I definitely, definitely appreciate you coming on and your time, and uh, we will continue to have conversations and and discuss and dialogue and all of that. You'll be back. You're a regular. You might as well say that you're, like, another... You'll be, basically, another host, I guess you could say, a co-host on whatever episodes. Um, I'm happy with that. Do some panel episodes, like, where I have multiple people, and we all just talk about stuff, so... I appreciate you, friend. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being so open and sharing all of your experiences with us about all the things. Yes. Yeah, Y'all come back for the next episode until too. Please then, do. You lovers,
1: never know what comes
0: out of my life. Right. Lovers, haters, and spectators, all of y'all can come on back every time because we're going to be right here. I mean, you know, if you want rate comment review whatever all that stuff that most podcasters say that i don't really care about do all that stuff or don't do it i'm still gonna be here this is the no gag order podcast i am your host coach jay and until next time ladies peace